Okay, so I'll just hit record on what is going to be the very first ever solo podcast for the Damascus Road podcast. Um, so this is Kyle Moonlight right here. And I wanted to kind of record a bonus podcast for the people because as of the time that you will be listening to this, it is my 21st birthday. And so we're still going to be talking on, we released a podcast last Friday, a couple of days ago, and then we're going to be still talking this coming week. But this is just a bonus that I wanted to put out there for the people, kind of as like a like my gift to you for my birthday, because I feel like the whole 21, 21 lessons for your 21st birthday, is kind of cliche. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to tell the people my my personal testimony and where where I'm coming from, how God has led me to where I am now. And so, first of all, I'd like to thank everybody that's listening to this. Um, it's it's real hard for me to talk about my testimony without getting emotional, without getting choked up. I've told this story in my lifetime from start to finish, probably five or six times and every single time it's it's hard to get through because I just I get I get choked up and I get emotional and God's been so good to me that I there's no there's no way that I can possibly repay him but I thank God every day for what he's done for me and so um I got saved and when I mean saved I mean that's like so for the basis of my belief system is that a Christian person has to, in order to become a Christian, has to realize, okay, I'm a sinner. There's nothing I can do to get out of my sin, except for if I were to accept God into my heart. So they realize that they're a sinner. They humble themselves enough to where they can accept Jesus. They can pay, use his payment from what he did on the cross, he died on the cross for our sins, and they accept that and apply it to their own lives. They let him come into their heart, and he'll change your entire life. And so that is, you realize that you're a sinner. You realize that I'm not going to make it to heaven on my own. And then you you ask Jesus to do the work for you, because it's not of anything that we've done, but it's because of what he's done. But I got saved when I was 16 years old. Um, I remember very clearly we were at a water park at, that's around where I live. I live in Ohio, and there's a pretty big water park that's about 45 minutes away. And so we went there Saturday night, and then we stayed there. It's like a hotel. We stayed there, and my dad woke up and went to church the next day on su- Sunday. And I remember he gave us the option of if we wanted to go or not. And I skipped, I I didn't go because my brother didn't go, my mom didn't go. And that I I wasn't in church on that Sunday. And I felt horrible. It wasn't so much feeling horrible about skipping church, but that's just the detail that I remember. But I felt horrible because I felt, I kept having this feeling, okay, I'm lucky to get to be where I'm at now. I've come that close to death a couple of times and if something were to happen tonight if if I were to die tonight 
I don't, I'm not going to where I, I, want, I need to be. I'm not in the right place. And so I kept thinking about that the whole entire day. And I felt so sick that I, I threw up that day. So I threw up um, about the afternoon because I was feeling so sick. And I remember telling my parents, I feel, I feel terrible. I feel sick. And at that point, I didn't, I didn't want to talk about it. I, I knew what was going on. I knew that God was convicting me, that I was under conviction, that I needed to be saved. But I don't think that it really cemented in my mind until I went to bed. So I went to bed that night, and I was I was up real late. So I went to bed about 10 o'clock and at night, and then I was up until probably 1.32 in the morning, at which point I, I opened up my Bible, and I, I, just, I just figured, I said, Okay, well, I don't know where I'm, where I'm going in this, but I figure God will lead me to where it is. And God led me to Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 6, which I'm, I'm going to read that. It says, To the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He hath made us accepted in the Beloved. And that was important because I kept thinking, I kept telling myself, okay, there's nothing, I'm so such a terrible person. Why would God want me? Why would God want me to work for him when given all the bad stuff that I've done? And it wasn't even terrible stuff, you know, like like I I hadn't done anything too atrocious, but it wasn't, I hadn't, definitely hadn't lived a good life. I was, uh, I lived a sinful life. And God says that even one sin is falling short of the glory of God and is not worthy of heaven except for if Jesus makes us worthy. And that's what that verse in Ephesians says. Um, he has made us accepted in the beloved. Because, and that's what really sealed the deal for me. Because when I read that verse, I figured, okay, I'm not worthy. You're right, I'm not worthy. But I can be worthy if I just do this, if I accept God into my heart. So about two, 1.32 in the morning, I went and I, I woke up my parents and because they were, I went into their room, woke them up, told them I needed to get saved. And that was hard. It was, it was rough. Um, it wasn't so much hard accepting God. It was hard to get up and go wake them up. And the devil was working against me the whole, the whole night. Everybody always talks about, I've heard people say stories about the day I got saved was the best day of my life. And it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. And yes, it is the greatest thing that is, will ever happen to you. It is the greatest decision you will ever make. But it was a terrible day. It was by far, it was far from the worst day, the greatest day of my life. It was awful because I, like I said, I was sick. I was up late. I didn't sleep at all. And then the thing is, even after I got saved, so for about a day, two days after that, I was w walking on this cloud nine and where I just wanted to go tell everybody and I wanted to go serve God right away. But then, the, then Satan started creeping in, you know, Satan told me, oh, you didn't really get anything. Why would God save you? Why would God save a guy like you? You didn't. You didn't really get what you think. You you just you're just making that up, you know. And that was that was really hard for me because 
I didn't understand why he would want to do that, but I realize now that it's because he doesn't want me to work for God and he doesn't want me doing the things that I, that I have been doing since I've been saved. Um, now let's talk about, I want to talk about a couple of changes that went through my life. So after I got saved, it was like a, it was like a complete 180, a whole new person. It wasn't just a remodeling the house. It was tearing the house down and completely rebuilding the house. Um, so my entire mindset changed. It wasn't so much a woe is me kind of change. It was more kind of attitude. It was a, what do I get to do for God today kind of attitude. And so besides that, I lost a bunch of friends because people noticed this. So this was my sophomore year of high school. And I'm not saying I had a bunch of friends, but I had a couple of friends that, that I was relatively close to and they noticed the change and they weren't they weren't good with it because I wanted to talk about God. I wanted to talk about this change that's been in my life. And they didn't. They didn't want to hear it. They didn't care. And so they kinda they kinda left and now I'll get to now later. But yeah, they they were gone. Um I had a girlfriend at the time and she she wasn't on board with the decision that I had made, not so much because she didn't want to talk about God, but because she didn't she didn't like the idea of not having premarital sex, and she didn't like the just the complete change, so she was still willing to talk about God, but she didn't want to talk about the change in my life and she didn't want the change to happen in her life because she was happy where she was she was happy living the way that she was living and so she ended up breaking up with me which uh, looking back these were not bad changes but in the moment it felt like okay nobody like I had nobody you know but I'm able to look back on that and realize that God took those people out of my life that I was with the wrong people and they they were dragging me down. They were they were getting in the way of my spiritual walk with God. And so it was it's a good thing that they left, but God realized that I was not gonna be the one to initiate that change and that he had to remove those people from my life first before I would do it. And so that's what he did and he made my walk with him even better. Um, since then I've had, it, it hasn't been all sunshine and roses for sure, because I still struggle daily with certain sin. And just because I've been saved doesn't mean that I'll, I'll I'm never sinning again. And I'm, ne- I'm a perfect person and I'm perfect man of God over, over here. That's just not how it is. Um, I keep saying, um, but. I'm not very good at talking to myself, so bear with me. But since then, I've had problems with the people around me. And I've kind of hinted at it uh, at our last podcast with me and Joseph with Adam and Eve, um, where I have, I'm not very good at picking the people that I hang out with. And I, that includes the women that I choose to date. That includes the friends that I hang out with. And so, 
they I've gone through times where the people around me were doing drugs, they were disobeying their parents, they were they were drinking, they were having sex, they were doing all this stuff that the Bible says that we shouldn't be doing as as Christians. And I understand that they were not Christians themselves. They don't believe the same way that I do. But it's hard because when everybody around you is doing something, it's hard to be that one person that says, okay, I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to, I'm going to go a different way. <clears throat> and so that's been, been one of the major primary themes through these last five years since I've been saved. And God has kept me kept me protected from that stuff, but the the peer pressure has still been there. And I thank God that now I'm getting in with the right kind of friends that obey their parents, that don't do drugs and don't go out drinking every day. And I still have those friends that do that stuff, but I'm kind of distancing myself from that. And that's I thank God for that because it makes things so much easier on me. I also have gone through bouts of anxiety and depression. Not not like a like a doctor prescribed and I've never taken depression medication. I don't I don't like that. I don't I don't like that idea. But where just me understanding, okay, I'm going through a rough a rough time right now. Like this has been a rough six months. I'm I'm pretty down. I had a friend that was struggling with uh, suicidal kind of stuff where it wasn't, he's still living and he's, he seems to be doing better, but for a while he was, he was struggling. He was, like I said, suicidal. And I kind of, that was a major questioning period for me where I was, it was like, okay, I keep praying for this person. Why isn't God listening? And that's, that's what was going through my head at the time. But I realized now that God was listening and that there, it was just wasn't happening on my time period. I was trying to put God in a, on a schedule and he wasn't, you can't put God on a schedule. And so all this stuff, and this is kind of turned into a dark podcast. It's, it shouldn't be because I have this impressive, this incredible joy in my heart right now because God is living there and God and God has entered into my heart and without him there's no way that I would be where I am today he is I attribute everything that I have to the Lord every every dollar in my pocket my scholarship my family everything is because God has led me to where I am today and uh I mean that's really all I have. I'll try to keep this one short. You guys can listen to it, learn more about my life, how I've gotten to where I am. Um, we're going to try to get, I wanted to get Joseph to do this also, but it'll probably be on his other podcast, his Trails of the Cross podcast, which I fully support. Go, y'all go listen to that. It's Trails to the Cross on Anchor. I forget what his actual URL is. I'll put it down below in the show notes but yeah follow us it's uh at jd manley on twitter at kyle underscore moonlight on twitter we got blog posts on the barbarian rhetoric and kyle moonlight.com 
So um, thank you guys for listening. If you guys got anything out of this podcast or if you if you want to talk about anything about it, feel free to reach out. Um, that's all I got. See you guys back to our regu- regularly scheduled program on Friday morning.